Okay, everybody, welcome back. Let's go at it again and see what we find. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where these things are going to go. <laughs> it's a bit of a, it's a journey in itself, isn't it? A weekend retreat, you know? You, 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 it's like you leave the planet for a little while, you know? And you go inside, give a look at your perspectives instead of being in there, buying it all the time, you know? Hmm. Sometimes the after effect is also indeed. Right. Of course, it shifts something. Of course, it does. Yeah. than the I am. It's more, because like there's, okay, so the I am, it's not I am David yet. Okay? okay. It's, it's I am. It's like existence. Something is here. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that had to be in place just prior to seeing the play, to seeing life, okay, what, yes. what, what looked like. Is this just a play? Is everybody just, you know, or some people, for example, a similar thing that I've heard somebody say was that, like, I'm here now today. These people probably just freeze frame, actually. And then it turns on when I'm out there, and that starts moving. Do you know? Do you, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, just different, looking at the, inauth the inauthentic inauthenticity of it is still obvious, but it's, it's taken to be existing. So the I am must be there, because I am is like the beingness. So there must be something existing, the things you don't know if it's real or not. The questioning is like, is it real or not? So identification isn't full on, but the I am is there. Because it's taken to exist. But is it a play? Is it for real? Okay. So it, it's, okay. it exists. Okay, so the I am is in place. But it's beautiful, isn't it? What, what, what the kid's brain tries to do to work it out because something is, is not for real. Something, there's something funny about it. You know? But already there was you and the play. Is it put on so that my reaction is spotted? So that you're there trying to work out yourself and the play. You see? So the David guy was trying to get established because then it was about him and his reaction to it. So it's almost like the scenario you described. To me, it sounds like identification was forming. Yes. Was forming because it was, it was me and the play. How does the David character react to this? Is this, is this what it's about to see how I respond? the play. So, so that the I, the, the David guy, okay. was getting solid. Okay. That's, uh, that's probably why you remember it, is that something so fundamental to the formation of the ego was, was building there, just energetically coming into play. David is the center of this. David is the center of this. 
which is what the ego will say, you know? Yep, me and my world, and me and my ideas, and off we go, you know? And it had that sort of a suddenness. Did it? To it. Yeah, yeah. But if I, if I, if I heard correctly, uh, that, that identification, that, that naming and so on, uh, has to be perceived, was preceded, by being, yes. by existence, yes. which is where we leave, save the phrase I am. Yes, that's for, right. For the being and the existence that's prior. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Uh, one other, uh-huh. well, as long as I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> um, as long as we're here. Um, a, a part of the conversation this morning has been about uh, behavior in the world. Yeah. Uh, as judgments are left behind, good and bad, and and uh, there was a word used called discernment. Yes. I guess I, I don't quite know how to phrase a question. Uh, it's along the lines of things that were said earlier today, as to where innate knowledge, uh, where one's intuition, <coughs> one's assessment of correct, not correct, but of, of uh, organic was a word. Sure. Used. Fine. Um, the, the question isn't fully forming yet, but I'm after that word discernment. Okay. How, how does one, what are the indicators or how does one uh, add to discernment? Uh, because we make choices. Mm-hmm. We make judgments. We make decisions about where to go. It looks like this, yes. Of where the natural flow is. How how to enhance that. Yes. Yes. I guess that's as close as I have to a question. Sure. <clears throat> do you know the f- do you know the sense of um Doing something without, without, uh, like, automatically doing something, or just, just like, uh, like a spontaneous response to something where you sure. didn't have to think about it. Sure. Okay. There's sleepwalking. Yes. But there's also just doing it. Just doing it, exactly. Just doing it. Okay. It's a little bit like this. Okay. Okay. And it also has a feeling thing to it, discernment, and people who who have a lot of. Okay you know, who are more feeling than intellectual find this one much easier to develop. Much okay. easier, because they get intuition like this. Okay. okay, and they're into the feeling of everything before they go into the rational. Okay? And so people who are wired in that way, that their emotional sense is their, their way they meet the world, through their emotions. It's all about how they feel. So that type of person really quickly will get discernment, really quickly. They said, yeah, yeah, there'll just be a rightness to it. It'll just be a feeling. Do you know? And it's a little bit finer than intuition. It's like you can say, well, what's your gut feeling? That's a good place to start. Where's your gut feeling? But, but, and trust your gut. Trust your gut. And discernment is just a refined version of that. It's just a bit more refined. Um, gosh. Your gut will often come really quickly. Discernment doesn't. Discernment doesn't come that quickly. Not quite intellectual. Yeah, no, it's not intellectual. And you know, you but, know. But, yeah. More than just a reaction. Exactly. It's 
not just a gut reaction. And, and must be enhanced by doing it. Yeah, it, it for sure it gets living, stronger. Living out of your feelings, living out of your emotion, rather than out of your head. Yeah, but the, living, the feeling and your emotion is the intuition part. So if you're not a feeling emotional person, then that's fine. That, that's fine. Uh, discernment is deeper. It's like the feeling emotional thing is, mm, if you're not wired that way, you can't make yourself be wired that way. Okay? So feeling emotional people will get it really quickly because their gut is the thing that guides their response anyway. So it's just easier for them to have a direct path. But those of us who operate intellectually and rationalize stuff, you kind of just have to take a bit of time because the mind will come in and manage a situation really quickly. Mm -hmm. Right? That's our tool. No? Our tool. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I would definitely have, a, have had a head pattern of like sorting something out. No? But, but then it's like, actually... I don't know what's going to happen around that. I don't, don't know yet. And eventually you'll get, you get something. you get something. You won't know oh, why. Okay. You yeah. won't know why. Okay. You won't know what. It's a mm -hmm. bit different to your intuition. Okay. Intuition is now I've got a gut feeling about it. And it's easy. I've got a gut feeling about it. But this takes a bit of time. Discernment does. What we're really doing, the only way you can develop it is by saying, okay, mind, I hear you. That's what you want to do. Fine. Let's just wait for a day and see, okay. see if that's still valid. Or see if there's something else talking. That's mm -hmm. the, the only way I think of developing it. It's like, okay, that's the mind's contribution. Fine. Let's see if it's still valid tomorrow. Or in a half an hour. Mm -hmm. If you park your mind. Because if you stay in your head about something, the ego is going to be the owner of the decision. The wheels will keep turning. The wheel will keep turning. The wheel, the wheel will keep turning. I'm used to uh, not making a decision until the next day. Okay. you, you got to sleep on it. Okay. After you sleep on it, you know what to do. You, this is it. Okay. This is it. That's fine. That's exactly what it is. And there might be no logic to it, or there might... Right. Or, yeah. Right. You know, after that, it's just for the hell of it. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that quality of it. That, like, letting it come from someplace else instead of your head. Mm -hmm. Which sounds like what you do, huh? It sort of seeps in. Yes. Yes. When you're not paying attention. When you're not no. paying attention. That's the key. So then at other times, like <clears throat> coming up here, could that movement happen when you're not paying attention? When there's no, I want to, or I, or I should, or I'm going to make myself, or you know why all the dialogue that might come, for example, oh, and yes. a simple thing like walking to that chair. All right. So can all that be parked similarly? You know, as if you're going to sleep on it. Say, well, let's see. Let's see what will happen. That's the mind's dialogue. Let's see. Oh, okay, yes. yes. See, so get out of the way the same way. And let uh -huh. that movement that you know from decision-making, let that movement happen through your body. It's another way of parking the head dialogue around any decision, anything at all. Walking up here, if we look at that decision. So parking the mind's yeses and no's about it uh -huh. and see if it happens. And that's a faster response than having to sleep overnight. Oh, uh, for sure. If you can park it. Yeah, yeah. Then it, Absolutely. Then you're ready. Bingo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the phrase I would use for that is, I wonder what'll happen. Yeah. I wonder what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then it happens. Usually. Or it doesn't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? And if it doesn't happen, that's what happens. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's just, we're just talking really about the mind, you know, being used for what it's meant to be used for. 
you know, and not running the show. It thinks it's running the show, but it's not really. And it's like we're using the mind to observe that decisions get, get made, actions get made, things happen from another place. And that's the revolution, is that we were, the culture doesn't have the other place in it. Yes. We didn't think we had any alternative Correct. to mind. Correct. Here we're somehow yes. being advised, being shown. Yeah, just an opening. It's like, hey, look at this, you know, and if you... It happens on if its it, own. If you grok it, you grok it. If you don't, you don't. It doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, it happens on its own. All of it happens on its own. All of it does. You know, and the mind plays its part because it has a, of course, it has a, you know, sure. a huge toolkit. You know, that's what the mind is—a huge toolkit. But with ownership, it's in there thinking that it's driving the ship, and it's uh -huh. like actually, it's not. It's not actually. Uh, uh, but there is a driver. But there is a flow. There is a flow. Uh, separate from mind. Yeah. So, yes. Yes, completely. Which is which is trustable. Yes. Completely. Yes, complete trustworthy. The mind will, will upset the natural flow, you know? Yes. It upset, it comes in and it's heavy and it's weighty and it brings about suffering and, you know, and it brings about participation in life, good and bad, you know? But, but actually without that mind coming in as that extra influence, there is yeah. a natural universal wisdom which is just the, unfold, the natural unfolding, you know, of consciousness, of movement, of manifestation. In an undetermined direction. Yes. Not always in the direction of what we would think of as goodness and light. But in a wiser direction, always. It has much more wisdom than the limited mind. Limitations come from the mind, you say. The universal awareness doesn't have those limitations. You see? And so when the ego is stepping out of the way, because we're talking about surrender again in another way, aren't we? Okay. You know, we're yes. just talking about yes. parking that which thinks it's in control. Yes. yes. You know, we're just coming at the ego by the back door. <coughs> you know? And surrendering to that which, which, which has a wisdom, you know? Which is running the show anyway. Since then, it's just everything's gotten very quiet. 
<laughs> when was that? Ten days, fourteen days ago. Okay. Really recent. Wow, that's really recent. So, I don't know. That's just—I just want to tell you that's. Yeah. I don't feel like there's anything to do with it. Yes. I'll not do with it. Yes. Would it be all right if it got noisy again? Oh yeah, it, it, it does get noisy. There are things on the outside that. <clears throat> I have a son who's crazy. Sure. That's always noisy and sure. problematic. But even that, he right after that, it's a funny coincidence. He sort of fired me. He said, "Back off, leave me alone." And this is my prayer that he would yeah. leave me alone. You know, not leave me alone, but do it himself. Yeah. I'm stunned that he's Ken. Yes. It seems interestingly coincidental. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's really more room now for yes. just being. And is there an Alana there who's having this experience? Less and less. So even if there's a grain, uh, an ounce of an Alana there, um, is she dreamt by the mind, or...? Yes, she is. And you know why I think she's still there? Is because I have this sort of... What's the word? It's like a, a sadness. There's a sadness that's coming off, like a longing or sadness. Very slight, but it's as if I'm not totally let go of the old me, you know. And is, is she sad, or is there... Where, where's the sadness originating from? It just feels very organic, like it's in my body. It could be, you know, childhood thing or something. But, you know, when you strip that stuff away that distracts you, it's so simple. Uh-huh. In a good way. Yes. But it, I have to get used to it, I think. It's something to get used to. Is it? Is it? I mean, it's quieter. It used to be noisier. More chatter in my mind. Now it's quiet. Okay. <clears throat> it feels very natural, like a natural place. Yes, yes, this is what I'm wondering. Yes, it is, it is natural. natural, yes. So I'm, okay, to, I'm, 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 I'm still wondering the little bit of Alana, or how come you know that there's a little bit of an Alana there? What, what are you using as evidence? Because the emotion of sadness. I'm, I don't see that linking. I'm, I'm not getting that that's, that that's enough of validation to say there's a bit of an Alana there because there can be sadness passing through, no? It's true. You know, things come and go, you know? I just wondered if it maybe is a sadness of losing an old identity or... Okay. But not really. I hated that identity. Absolutely. Because, because mind will look for sadness because of something, all right? That's cause and effect. Now, that is very potent. If there's an automatic cause and effect, that's what's going to rebuild in a ladder. <laughs> okay? Let there be sadness without any reason. Sadness comes, sadness goes. Might be about something, not be about something, doesn't matter. Okay? okay. Just sadness is seen. That's it. <coughs> um, if you can, let there be less causes for things. And I don't know is, is very comfortable. Let it be very comfortable. I don't know. That's just sadness being felt. And if you have to work out what it is, it will keep chewing you. You'll figure out. It, it will come to you. Do you know? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have to name something, don't. All right. Don't go there. Yeah, don't go there. Because you just create a density again. You give mind more power. Mm -hmm. Okay? 
It's not dense anymore. No, it feels, no, it's not, it's an emptiness that's full. Yes. Yes. It's, it's nothing that's something, but there's no, there's no describing it. Yes. But it's not like some, um, I guess what I imagine these experiences to be so, you know, uplifting. It's no, not like that. It's, not at all. Okay. No. Yeah, no, it's not. And, and you know, and bliss comes, but it's like any other feeling or emotion, and bliss goes, and it's like, so what? It's like anything else. It's just a buzz without a, without a, a substance giving you the buzz, you know? But I guess the word timing to me is interesting on these things. It's time. Now you can hear something for years, and then suddenly it has a whole shifts and has a whole other yeah. impact. Yes, exactly. It's understood. It's not just intellectual. It's seen to be so. I guess that's when there's change, no? Yeah, it's like, oh. It's more of a discovery than a... Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I do, yes. So, so, right, I'm after the potential for an Elena to regrow. What tells you that there's a little bit of her? If, if sadness is passing through, and it, there can be anything passing through at any time, it's just human perception of an emotion passing through. What else tells you that Elena could be there? Well, it's a little bit of uh, my son of mine um, recently, also within the same time frame, there's been a f- some evidence that maybe he is bisexual. Uh, he's lived with two women and there's plenty of girlfriends and all that, but there's been some evidence and I, I notice there's a little, I don't have judgment about it. I want him to be happy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a little bit of something in there. Maybe it's, maybe it's just concern, a mother's concern for health and all that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's identity of mine. Mm. Oh, your kids will do it all right. <laughs> <laughs> they have a unique way of doing it. They have a unique way of energetically uh, yeah, turning on some primal instinct, some primal connection. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite extraordinary, that connection. You know, it's just... But why, uh, when I talk to Muji, you know who Muji is? Uh-huh. When I talked to him one time about him, and he said, "What makes him so much diff- so different than anybody else? Yes. Why is he different than anyone else?" Which is where I think identity comes in. <clears throat> that was an interesting question. Yes, and also there's biology, and there's there's, there's you know there's so, so much. You that's know, you, you see yourself in your children because that's right. Yeah. There's layers to it, isn't there? You know. But do you think that projection onto your child is ego also? Yes, you do. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So can you can we build on what Muji said then? And biologically, there's evidence that he's your son, but really he's another just another guy. That's right. That's what he said to me. He said, you know, the same God that's taking care of you and holding you and breathing through you, and it's the same one that's doing it to him. Yes. So it's so much bigger than. Me or yes. mother, or yes. So, can you let him go? Yeah. Can you let him find his own way in the world and play whatever way he wants to play? It's a little hard because he has a mental illness, so it's a little trickier. He has his place in the world. That's right. He does have his place in the world, of course. And he does cook, and he does have a lot of friends. You know, he's still fine. Can take care of himself. So, yeah, being whatever normal is is overrated. You know. So valid. <laughs> and my ultimate fear is that he will die one way or another. We all will. Yeah. <laughs> but that has to be all right too. 
Yes, of course. Of course he's going to die. So that's, that's the only um, the question you asked me. That, yeah. That's who I think Alana is still is. Yeah. <clears throat> so how about Alana accepts that her son is going to die? Someday he's going to die. Mm -hmm. And the timing ain't up to you. And I can't forget. Not at all. We don't have that much power. No. We think we do. We like to think we do. We don't have any of that power. Not at all. And that she accepts that, you know, his place in the world just can't be determined by you. He'll find his own place in the world. He'll be there to support as you would be with anybody. And thirdly, you let him go as your son. That's a big one. Uh-huh. He was yours for a while, you know? Mm -hmm. Give him back. Yeah, give him back to where he came from. Yeah. He just appeared in your life for a number of years and send him off again. But you know, when, when all this happens, it, it opens up a space. And sorry. I thought somebody called my name. I'm sorry. I thought someone called my name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it does open up the space. And I'm not afraid of the space, but it's like, the space. Yeah, all the space. Yes. Do I have to do anything with that space? Alana will imagine, yes, yeah. but no. Okay. Just mm -hmm. Let your wiring get used to the space. You know, your energy field. Let the space be filled up with whatever wants to fill it up. Don't do anything with it. More in allowing. I do feel a, a vibration that's probably always been there, but now this vibration I feel more. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting journey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Sure.
as long as it's nice and quiet, I can ask a couple other questions. Uh, probably about uh, word definitions and how things happen. Uh, one of the one of the phrases that I hear from you, read from you, is to peel back. Uh, let me put two questions together. The peeling back seems to be associated with a, a phrase called beyond. As voice and, and my version of that sophomoric version would be disidentify with with whatever has has trapped an identity, but somehow, uh, as long as we have the time, I would ask whether there's other other uh, ways to look at peeling back, and and how peeling back then can lead to a beyond. Mm. Mm. The peeling back phrase, um, I suppose, came from just the concept that it's like a, the ego energetically is like a skin, it's like an eggshell around the energy field. You know, there's, a, there's an advert in Europe, I've probably made in the States, so I'm going to chance it. Um, for a, a, a morning breakfast cereal that, that's oats-based. And, and there's like, the kids who've had it have this insulation, okay, the climate is cold, okay? This insulation orange layer around the edge of their energy field, you know? It's like, so the, all the kids are running into school and you can see the ones who've had this because they're happy and they're warmer because of this oats breakfast, okay? <laughs> it's like, oh, look, there's like the ego, you know? <laughs> but it's like this. It's, it's like a skin or a layer, like an eggshell, right? That, that, that gets solid. It grows and it gets solid. And then it's like, okay, I, I'm here having a life. And it's generally solid around the age of seven for most. Okay? Um, seven or before. Um, and as we do this work, cracks appear. It, it actually starts to break down. There's an energetic, I'm talking about energy now, huh? And it actually, there's actually cracks. And, and sometimes if there's a clear seeing like Alana has, has had for the last 10 days, if, if there's enough cracks that the whole thing is just falling away and has no substance, great, happy days. But if it's just a lot of cracks but there's still something still intact, untouched by, by these cracks, you know, it's going to rebuild itself again. That's what it'll do and try and repair itself again. You see, like the body repairs itself. The ego will try and repair itself also because it's an energetic sheath. So in the peeling back, it originally came from that. It's like, oh my God, this is a layer of, of energy. It's a layer because something, the spaciousness that one feels is, I suppose in Alana's case now, is like there's, 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 there's just space. It's like, because there's no skin around you. There's no skin, you know, and it's like, I'll do something with this when I feel it. It's like there's no boundary around you. Do you know? And you, you actually kind of feel translucent, you know, as if things pass through. It's bizarre at the beginning, you know? But, but it's like there's no sealant. And I know, was it Tony Parsons, was it? I think it's, I'm 95% sure it's Tony Parsons, said that, um, that for him, when, when people say things that, you know, say, say something that like might bounce off his ego years ago, what happens now is that it penetrates him. It actually has an energetic, 
he, he pulsates with it and it's really rough you know because with the ego you can deal with the ego you can let it go because it's all mind no because the ego is mind you see but then energetically it's like something shakes at a frequency another level and it's awful do you know something is really disturbed um traditionally people who who, who saw the truth were pulled back from society because of the sensitivity largely you see um, but now, you know, we're more robust, you know, and we, we, life continues, and you've got to learn how to deal with it, and that's it, you know? That's how we are now. So this skin is where the idea of pe- peeling back, peeling back from that filter of mistaken perception. Do you see? It's like a filter, a filter through which you see the world, which is like everything is in connection to me. The filter of the ego is like subject-object is in place now. There's me and there's the world and my reactions and basically it's all about me and what I think of that, what it thinks of me and here we go, you know? You see? That's the filter of the ego, huh? Yes. So as it peels back, cracks, breaks, is seen through, the oneness becomes obvious. It's all just energy. It's all just one big mass movement of something. Energy doing its thing, creating and destroying and creating and destroying. So, so the, from your own perspective then, it's like, well, peel back, come back from identification. Within the story, the stories that make David seem real, it's like, come back from that one, come back from that one. Come back to observer. In an observer, see if you can throw out the observer. And is there anything behind that? Do you see? Partially. I'm working on it. Sure. This is a nice new phrasing. Yeah, yeah. That's where the peeling back came from, but I suppose I I use it now like, come on, come on, come on, back. Because it feels like it's at the back of your head. For most people, it feels like you're going back there. Okay. You know, it does feel like that, that it's like back, back, go back, go back. You know, and eventually there's like a falling back or something. It's like... I I heard the peel back uh, as coming out of any one of your subject-object versions of the world. Yes. And as you step back from that, that's stepping back out of this orange... Yes. ...shield. Yes. And and enough of those... That's right. ...slowly weaken. Yeah, exactly. It's like you Mm -hmm. stop supporting that... You know, mm-hmm. that, that layer, that energetic layer on the outside. Mm-hmm. Something has stopped, not plugging into it, believing in it anymore, shining it up, trying to fix it. You know? Uh-huh. Back we go. Back. It could even refer to it as getting thinner. Yes, it does get thinner. Yes. For some, some it's like, like Katie was talking about last night, like it, it gets thinner and thinner and thinner, and like it's just going on forever, you know? Getting thinner and thinner, and you're observing, observing, and you know it's getting thinner. You know something is refining. Mm-hmm. But for others, it's like, crack! And the crack it just splits the whole structure is weakened. The whole structure is weakened, and it's never can be rebuilt in the same way. So for some they're sudden, and for some you just gotta ship at it for years. It gets thinner and thinner. Yeah. But then I, I I didn't stay with you as you moved from this subject-object uh, ego shield uh, to an observer. Yeah. Although I suppose once the subject object is gone, 
I can even refer to what's going on now as objective perception. Okay. S seeing the world more as it is. All right. Rather than through yes. the, ch the, ch the unconscious or chosen filters. Yes. So uh, with an objective perception, that would fit in with an observer yes. seeing behaviors yes. as well as world. Yes. And then you step one past me. Then you yes. back of the observer. Yes. Is there something watching the yeah, observer? Well, it sounds like there's going to be. I don't know. But but tell me. You don't have to look. But I can't answer that. <laughs> ah, you can have a look. Okay. Is there something watching the observer? How do you know there's an observer there? Well, because I've been told about it. Do you have a sense that there's something that's, that there's a zone, like well, a zone of objective perception? Yes. And it seems clear that what seemed to be the only thing in existence, the mind, isn't the only thing in existence. The only uh, thing that it, it... Mind used to be all there was. Yes. And as, as we learn to um, ignore the mind, yes. or observe yes. the mind, then there's got to be something else doing that. Okay. Do you think it could be a component of the mind? That's doing it. Well, certainly one could fool oneself and, and have components playing games in, in, yes. inside the game, but, but no, it, look, it looks like it's past that. Do you think so? So what else is there beside the mind? That's what we're working on, isn't it? I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of words. Mm -hmm. But all, I'm, all I can be aware of is that setting the mind aside okay or, or, or seeing or observing or yeah. being aware of the mind okay and so what it's is it's got to come from somewhere yeah what is doing that seeing observing of the mind um, all I can say is somewhere and how do you know it's not the mind ah see um hmm. Hmm. the discernment we were talking of before okay some sort of uh, raw inner certainty. Oh, I hate to disappoint yeah. you. <laughs> 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 there's something other than the mind. Oh, go ahead. I mean, like I yeah, I, I can see this point. It's now a refined again. version of of the mind. It's what's, it's, it's what's behind the mind. Yeah. Ah, okay. If if the thing that's watching the mind is the mind also. Ah, the observer then yeah. is, is a is a mind, is a, mind is a function. Mind okay. function. Okay. It is. Okay. And even the naming of the observer is mind also. Agreed. Right? Sure. Mm -hmm. So whatever is doing any looking ah, okay. at okay. all must be something that can see something. That's the work of the mind. Okay. Because it's got subject object. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, okay. So even if it's like, you know, David looking at his sandal, subject object. Mm -hmm. Observer looking at mind. David, okay. subject oh, object. It. Got it. Yeah. Okay, then we pull back, all right, and say, ah, that's the observer. Okay. The thing that's seeing the observer is probably just the observer. Okay. Dog chasing the tail now. Okay. Still the mind. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Here comes the question again. The mind can't go to beyond, but only the mind has that program that there is uh, that that there is something to be gained. The mind, the mind has, because it does subject object. It always has that idea that well, there is another state. There is something else. Not in the way mind is saying it, because the mind can only imagine there must be a place or a feeling, or a, because that's the way it sees things. It sees things as to be described, whatever it is, but it can be described. If something can be described, it's been created by mind. Somewhere along the line, a concept brought it into reality. All right? So anything you can come up with fundamentally must be thrown out. <laughs> Anything you can come up with, if you can name it, if you can sense it, if you can smell it, if you can feel it, it's mind. It's mind. Okay. Even consciousness itself okay. is mind. Okay. It's, it, it's kind of getting rarefied and very thin, but it's still, it's still the same capacity. It's not like, mm, you see, there's like yeah, personal mind, yeah. impersonal mind, observing capacity. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all still within the human okay. capacity to... Concepts. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're all still concepts, you see? Different aspects of the mind. And it gets finer and finer. But all of it needs mind. Any of it. Existence itself needs some capacity to be conscious in order to know that it is. Existence itself needs the capacity for consciousness which is only inherent in mind. Is, did I uh, free the, come uh, along with you? Uh, almost. I'm getting into kind of <laughs> subtle ground here now. Okay. Okay. So the, the, uh, as we go back, you know, kind of stepping yes. back a bit, more you know, more, more and more subtle. So you come to, you know, existence. It's like, well, do things exist or do they not? I mean, where does the mind stop and start? Okay, so we can arrive at that wall, right? Now, the first idea of existence is a movement. It's like it's a movement. That's all, that's all I can explain for now, right? It's like it's a movement. But for existence to know that it exists, there must be something conscious of it. So before we have something that is conscious, which is what we call mind, mind is conscious of the fact that it's Saturday. All right? So before we have mind being created as a, as a simple thing, being conscious of something, we have consciousness itself. There's no body being conscious yet. I lost, I lost it in that last sentence. Yeah. Before we have mind, yeah. being so conscious of itself. What, what I'm doing is I'm peeling it back to where, yeah, it's all mind, but it gets so thin, it becomes consciousness. Okay. It's like consciousness is the birth of mind. Because to say it's all mind is going to catch you down the line. As you go further, it's going. To, it's like, actually, she was wrong. So I, I, I'm just going to have to That's open cool. this part, all right? So, so just so I'm talking about kind of the, the arrival of the first mind, let's okay. say. All right. So, so existence itself, for it to know it exists, 
right? There must be some ability for it to see itself. So what is said is that existence reflects to itself. There's a reflection of it. All right? And so it thinks, oh, I exist. I exist. Something exists. Otherwise, existence would never have happened. Because unless there's an awareness of something, we don't know it exists. If, if, there is, if, if there is an idea, like there's an invention that nobody has ever, ever thought of, that we don't even have an inkling of it because it's going to come in 500 years' time, an invention that might be so practical and change the world like the internet has now, you know, some huge, huge thing that changes everything. But the, the invention is so far away from us, it's not a dot, not a twinkle in anybody's eye. Okay? So, because something hasn't, in any way, we've no sense okay. of, no it doesn't exist. Okay. It just doesn't exist. But you can't know what doesn't exist in, in that way. We can't see, you can't see what doesn't exist before it's reflecting itself. Am I completely confusing everybody? It's fun words in the right order. You sure? All right. <laughs> All right, okay. All right. So, so this is the dream, this is the movie, this is the matrix, is that existence can only appear to itself, and so it imagines that there is existence. All right? Now, we don't have anything existing yet. There's just existence. And it's literally a reflection of a piece of energy reflecting itself. It's like, oh, something is. Nothing is yet, but something is. There's an ability to exist. That's the first idea. Now, nobody is having it. It's just the first idea. So, it, we say that that's consciousness. That's the play of consciousness. The arising of consciousness, or the Big Bang. That, that's that. That arriving of existence itself. The reflection of existence on itself. All right? And so then, consciousness is formulating. Because there's Mm -hmm. conscious mm -hmm. of existence. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a knowing of existence. Mm -hmm. And so this consciousness, then, is a capacity to, to recognize, to know. To know, perceive. Bingo. We have the birth of mind. We have the birth of mind. So now we have the capacity to say, something is, something is. So there's existence. All right? It's like, yeah, okay, we're dreaming now, but yes. But this is the play of consciousness. This is pure consciousness. Something is. Beingness. Beingness. Something is. All right. So we have the first layer of it. And from there, oh, well, well, what is? What is it that is? Because at this point, we've only got the subject. We've only got this isness. Only got the subject. Nothing else. You see? And as it plays, of course, it gets denser and denser. That's where it goes. So now it's... It can imagine it exists, or what exists. So it progresses. It starts to grow. And so it's self-existing. Well, then what am I? Okay. And then I am, and then I am a tree, and I am a rock, and I am da-da-da-da, off we go. Bum, 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 and multiplies. Okay? Yes. Right. So, so the regular faculty of mind can get a lot of this. And then it starts kind of getting a bit funny. It's like, really? Because the mind can only go so far. It can get mm -hmm. that they're subject only. It can get that. 
all right? Because consciousness was subject only. There was just consciousness, but not being conscious of anything yet. Not being conscious of. But existence and consciousness are doing their thing together before the first split. See? All right? So we're left with pure consciousness. Pure consciousness. It's just that... Not being conscious of everything, of anything. It's just pure consciousness. Nothing is seen prior to two. Subject only. Pure consciousness. Now, mind can get that, the subject only. Right? It can't go any further. It can't go any further. Now, what we were saying last night is like, this work kind of creates a bit of a hole, a bit of a gap in, in, in that first... I don't know, the, the first resonance okay. of energy, the first bang, the first, yeah, shaking of energy, first appearance of energy, you know? So, but the thing is, the energy only appears to itself because there's nothing that can see anything except the energy itself, right? So, prior to that then, mind can't go there because how can it take away even the subject? But strangely enough, there is some capacity to know, to know, but, but there's nothing to know, there's nothing there. You know, but all we can do is play with mind and say, like, say things like beyond, or prior, or nothing, and take the idea of nothing away. We can do these tricks so that mind goes, crossroads, stuck, blank, <laughs> give up. Spanjaxed, it's like, it's, 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 it's the spanner in the works, you know? I don't know if you have those phrases or not, but sure. it's like, okay, all right, it's like, lodge you know? You see? It's like, ah, and somehow it just becomes simple. And it's like, boom, something happens, and the energy that is existence, consciousness, subject, object, duality, and the dense, 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 dualistic thing that we have, ah, oh, it's just energy. And that's not even real, that's only appearing to itself. And that's what we call awakening. It's just seeing that it's all energy appearing to itself. So it actually has no solid existence at all. Its existence is dependent on itself. Its existence is within itself. You see? Because existence is part of it. It's built in as part of its own program. You see? So with this work, we can play with mind and go in person and go observer. We still are looking at mind as far as pure, pure perception, pure consciousness. And then mind has to be told, you can't go any further, thanks very much. <laughs> Do you know? Now I get to ask the question, who tells mind it can't go any further? Yeah, mind tells mind that. Okay. Yeah, it's like it needs to know it, that it, so that it, it can stop wanting to get it. It stopped here. Yeah, it'll, it's like it just stops here, that has to be accepted. And the mind can accept it. And if it hasn't accepted that, it's going to keep on, no, I want to get it, I want to get it. And it's like, you can run that desire forever, or it can be known, actually, that's a bit of a, you know, you're beating your head against the wall there. You've got to be willing to give up. That's right, that's right. The mind can't go there, it's just not wired for it. You know, it's not wired for it. You know? That was a wonderful set of words. Did it make sense? Absolutely. Happy days. Absolutely. Great. May not be able to replicate it. That doesn't matter. <laughs> and, 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 and it may not have a logical, rational flow to it. Yeah, but it doesn't the, really. The, word, the words all fit. Yeah, together. it doesn't really. It gets a bit hairy, you know. <laughs> yes. You know, it does really, because that's because uh, you're 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 going to where it's not like logical, it's not practical, it's not. 
but yet it might resonate. Mm -hmm. You know, and if it does, great. And if it doesn't, chuck it out. You know. Thank you. Sure. Those two questions were fun again. <laughs> sure. Thanks, David. I think I would come up, but it happened. <laughs> yes, things happen, don't they? So when, when Ramana says, I am, not I am this or that, just says, I am, wouldn't you consider that as something what we are talking about here is being beyond? Yeah, it's funny, you know, um, okay, just a few examples. Anoni Sagadatta at some point said, you know, I am that is the worst title ever. It's like, I'm not that. that he, had, he had to throw that out at another yes. stage. Throw out, I am that. Mm, when Ramana was saying, and let me just try and remember, he said something about the, 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 well, what is it? The, the eye throws away the eye and is left with the eye or something? What was that phrase he said? Do you remember that one? Something similar, but I, I, the only words that I remember is don't say that I am this or I am that. There is just I am, which okay. is just the easiness of what All right. is. Yeah. Um, and that kind of made sense to me or I understood it and somehow it resonated. All right, me. right. So I just want to clarify that with you. Okay. From, from what, it's a few years now since I've read anything of Ramana's. So from what, so I've forgotten it. But from from what you're saying there, that's a very good stepping stone. Yeah. That's what that is. That's a stepping stone. If you're talking about the isness and what is, it's acknowledging existence, but its biggest purpose is to break identification. That's really what he's doing. You see, you can't take the two steps together. You can't. It's, it's just, it's too much. We don't have the bandwidth. It's too big a jump. So to go from I am Dean to I am, we can do this. We can go from I am to the I, yes. where Ramana is going. Yes. All right? Yes. We can go from the I to dropping the conceptual I, like the one without a second, the one where there isn't another. Yes. Okay? Yes. Now, these words are actually still too much because the mind is very clever especially the contemporary mind. And what we will do is as long as we name anything at all, it can poof, it's like a vacuum cleaner, Fump, you're right back in again. Because if it can name something, it's got a concept and there's a state and it's going to create something out of it. You see? So that I am, that isness, perfect. But he threw out the isness too as far as I remember. The isness, that beingness, that has to get thrown out too. But everything is of its time, you see. And I know he used to everything say, is of, of its, its time, time yes. you know? Yeah. And so, you know, the absolute or pure consciousness, I know in Born to be Free, I use the absolute all the time. So I'm going to have to name something, even though, sure, of course. I mean, then you come to the last chapter and it's like, actually, sorry, but the absolute is a bit of a lie, you know? <laughs> there isn't that either, you know? There isn't. Yeah. You see? So, so 
that's a technique to go to the I am, the isness, the beingness. Yeah. It's very useful because it stops that plugging in to the drama. But gives, that's not the end of. Not at all. It's not the end. Nope. Stepping stone. So, there are some teachers, uh, you know, Advaitic teachers, who say that this ordinary awareness mm. is no different from, if you will, the ultimate awareness. Because some people say that there is this ultimate awareness. Mm. And then there are teachers who say it is only one awareness. This is it. What you think, which is very ordinary, is actually extraordinary. Because that's it. Um, do you have any comments on that? Yeah, the word awareness always throws me a bit because, because it means different things. If I can just exchange it for perception. Please. There's a gazillion modes of perception. This regular perception, we're in a room on a Saturday afternoon. Just perception. Percep you know, there's a perception that comes out through these eyes and registers in this brain that it's Saturday afternoon and we're sitting in a room. Okay. Okay. And, and then there's other layers of perception of the, the, the oneness of everything and that there are no people here and there is no room and, and all of this is, is just labelling. That's just mind labelling the whole thing and that's what makes it appear as real. So there's the perception that knows that. That's all there as well. It's all sitting there. That's another layer. No? Outside of all of it, doesn't perceive at all. Isn't aware at all. So, you, you, you can have an ordinary awareness or an ultimate awareness, but they're all ordinary. Exactly. They're all ordinary. Yeah, there's only awareness. Can I say that? It's just awareness. Yeah, that's just perception. Yeah. Or awareness, or, yeah. Yeah, because, you, you, like you said, you're a little allergic to this word awareness. Yeah, it's one. just, yeah, it's just yeah. people mean different things, so I back away from it a bit. My problem with this word going, you know, the word beyond it, I yeah. know it plays. Yeah. When someone says something is beyond, it kind of makes it unreachable. Ah, okay. See? For the so mind, yes. For the mind, yes. Whereas if someone says that this awareness, which we all share, is one, somehow the mind can accept that to say, yeah, there is really no difference, there is only one awareness. Yes. Yes. Yes, whatever, whatever, whatever makes, works. Whatever works. It's exactly it. Whatever makes mind calm, because mind wants to understand and mind wants to find an explanation, and so give it, yeah. just feed it. But it's going to accept that. Great, fine. Yeah, but it's still. I think what your 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 the way I see it, or the way I the way I hear it, your bottom line is, this is still all mind stuff. Correct. Correct. And I, I'm not denying it, you, you know? Yeah. At, at a certain level, this is totally a room with a blue carpet, like. That's, that's, that's valid too. But, you know, it has a limit. It's just of the world, it's of the matrix, it's dream material. In 
in your search, did you sometimes feel that there has to be intuitively, I mean, there has to be something, ultimately there has to be a perceiver, which is cognizant of all perceptions. Did you, did you go through that phase? An ultimate perceiver that's coverage of, of, of all perceptions, is it? Yeah, in a sense, when someone's like, you know, this conversation you have with David and you talk about, so you peel off the subject, object, mind, and then there is an observer, and then you want to throw out also the observer. But during your search, did you somehow feel that the buck has to stop somewhere? When existence showed itself to be a myth, And existence was like, oh my God, it has believed itself into existence. It's just believed. It's, it's like its own wiring is making itself appear that it exists. So when you saw that, yes. who saw that? Yeah. <laughs> question. Yeah, that's exactly it. Consciousness see, is looking at itself. That's all it's doing. It's just, it's just imagining that it's dividing itself and looking at different parts of itself, showing itself to itself. That's all it's doing. So if there is an ultimate perceiver, it's consciousness. Yes. It must be consciousness. Yeah. That's the only place perceiving can happen. Yeah. I was, the only reason I was like kind of reluctant to use the word consciousness is because you also sometimes say that consciousness is also still part of the matrix. It is. Yeah. So, um, and that's why I was reluctant to use that word. What, what, if, what if there is a deep feeling that there is definitely something beyond that? You get this feeling that there is something beyond all of this that we are talking about. Yeah. You don't have a name for it, but somehow you innately know that. Yes. That's, so, that's what we point towards. That's what we are pointing towards. That's what the signpost saying beyond and the direction, you know. <laughs> that's what that signpost is about. But it's not phenomenal. Which is not phenomenal, no. yes. No, it's not. Yeah. And it's not of the spirit realm either, finer than that. Yeah. And it's finer than energy. It's not energy either. So do you think that some of these Advaita teachers are actually using these terms in a way to appease the mind for the seeker? Oh, anything to can happen. To go to the... Sure, anything can happen. Every uh, Consciousness is going to use every single trick in the book to show itself to itself. Yes, because the mind has to be given answers too so that it's, it stops looking for the next thing. That happens too. Sure. Sure. Yeah, leave space for all of it. All of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That's the statement you made earlier. Throw away everything. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's a, it's a catch-22, it's tricky. It is, it is, It's yeah. tricky, it is, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 the way I'm wired myself, I can't, uh, I can't point to anything less. I can't. I just can't point to anything less. You know? Like, 
because anything else is, is just too in the world it's too it's not <coughs> but you know what you say I'm not I'm not advocating something that you absolutely have no access to you are it you are it you're just pretending to be a person you know like you know it but, but your mind can't know it but you know it and it's like hello let's go into that part that knows it We'll call it discernment. We'll say, I don't know. Whatever it is to just like touch into that other area. That other area that has some kind of an echo of what you really are. You see? It's very interesting that you say in your first book you, you use the word absolute for that. But later on you found out, found out that probably that is still another <coughs> word yeah. for something that you don't want to name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mind wants an answer always, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just, yeah, it does. It, and it always will. So it's like, it's really good to, to tell the mind, you know, there are no answers and let's actually be happy about it. Be happy about it. And there's a relief. There's a relief, you know. It's like, no, you can't go there. Oh, happy days, you know. You don't have to work this out. Yes, happy days, you know. It shows itself from someplace else. I was wondering when you would come up for. Yeah, wasn't he quiet? Wasn't he? Yeah. Do you think he was asleep? I'd like um, him to sit there so silently. He had a big lunch. I can attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought that conversation with with <clears throat> David and uh, Dean. Um, I guess I just sort of check out the experience here. Yeah. That uh, I, in the path, there was deep involvement in Advaita Vedanta. And that's where the concepts we've been talking about are, are very much there. You know, consciousness and things appearing in consciousness and universal consciousness. Is, is the final final stage uh, and so for me it was just the, the, the realization that it, it just didn't it didn't set it, it just was, wasn't satisfactory yeah it, it, yeah it just didn't no yeah uh, yeah not enough not good yeah. enough not good enough and mm. it's very very frustrating yeah and then um, So then I met you, and and that there were the that was great kind of thing, and then after that I became we had a Buddhist teacher come to the retreat center for a long time, and I never really. Digged him, kind of thing, because you know, Advaita was the real, yeah. the real answer. Sure. But I don't know. <laughs> I think that uh -huh. he had a, he had an influence uh -huh. somehow. Okay. The whole Buddhist side. Sure. Kind of thing. And then I discovered, wow, Zen, no, classic Zen Buddhism, you know, Chan, the of the patriarchs, going back to the six hundreds, not what happened in Japan. I mean, they had it. Yes. 
Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and it doesn't really make any difference whether, yes. whether you know, you don't want, there's no need for confirmation. Oh my God, there's a whole other school yes. there that, that yes. had it. I mean, yes. it doesn't matter. Yes. Um, but uh, then I've been trained in social sciences and psychology and social psychology, all that stuff. And uh, what, what I, I think what I realized was that there's a huge difference between the Indian mind and the Chinese mind. Okay. That's, <coughs> okay. That, that, so that's the explanation I get, uh. that the Chinese mind is very, very practical. And it's not, I hate to use derogatory words, but because of this audience, but the Indian mind seems much more convoluted, or it's much more into, in, well, it really gets into to how the mind operates. Okay. And it wants it sort of, Indian mind wants to sort of sort itself out. Okay. Whereas the Chinese mind, coming from a completely different place, kind of thing. So, uh, I just wanted to share share the you know share that experience, and uh, from now I find it rather fun just to read all the you know the Zen masters, mm. and then as I mentioned, the, uh, there's a guy called Blythe who sort of has a wonderful book called Zen, and the and uh, in, in English literature, and uh, and, uh, and, Ch and and Asian. Asian literature, mm. and then there was this sort of vision. Oh my God, it's always been around. Yes, it's everywhere. But never noticed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. Does that seem to make? Yes, make, make sense. Yes, it's everywhere. Yeah. 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 Which is it? Well, I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. And what about the Patrick mind? <laughs> this helped what I just described. Yeah. For because what what you just said was that the mind, when it gets right to the end, you know, you get right down to that thin line. When, yeah. When the mind gets down to that thin line, it has the ability to stop and say, "This is it." But then it can be brought in just to, to, to state just what I stated. Yes. Yes. Used as a tool. And there was a trap, though. You mentioned that because um, this really sense of ease and relaxation when the mind says stop, but then one can get then then there can be an attachment to that. So yes. I guess that yes. that what was going on and okay can and, all and, and of oh, tendency to stay there. Yeah. Okay, can can those activities be just happening in the mind without the mind being Patrick's? That's just mind doing its dance, isn't it? Yeah, it's just doing its thing. Yeah. Is it yours though? Mm? Is it your mind?
there's a sense of peace and rest because the, the intellectual mind, which has been going on for decades and decades, uh, stopped. Um, but um, you were mentioning last night contentment. Well, peace is close to contentment. Indeed. Um, and uh, that's the mind, too. Yes. But is it Patrick's? No. So who's Patrick? The concept? Well, there's a concept, Patrick. All right. And is there, uh, is, is it more than a concept? Is the concept believing itself into existence? No. It sort of went up with all the other concepts. Okay. I mean, it was great when it was recognized that Patrick's just another concept. The most, all those other, you know, intellectual concepts that fall away. Yes, yes. Yeah. So he's another intellectual concept. Hmm? He's another intellectual concept. Patrick. Which fell away. Okay. So then who are you? What is it that's here? What is that? Don't look at me. <laughs> Perception. Uh, what that, that is now that question. What is this is bringing the mind in? So it's yes. saying it's it's a per, this is a perception. There's a perception. Well, now wait a minute. It's it's going back into the story because shift into perception. Yes. And then to say that the perception has a content. Yes. Like like this, like this form. Yes. Is going back into the story. Okay. Okay. That scene. All right. Uh, so, going back into the story, how potent is that? Is there somebody who gets created when you go back into the story? Or does the story just happen in perception also? Is there perception of a story or does the story have a bit of gravity? There's a persistent perception of the story um, okay and then what we were talking about last night
desire. Uh, and what you said was that you're talking about the kind of a desire where there is the present moment is not welcomed fully. So if there's a desire for something, it mm. could mean that mm. present moment's not existing. There's a rejection so, of so something. So that's, where the, that's where the work is now. It's, it's, okay. it's the discernment. Okay. Um, of ah, it's, in other words, last night you said contentment. If if the if the contentment is there, we're, we're back, dropping back down into okay. contentment. All right. Then, if, if 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 contentment is not there, then desire arises. Okay. That's that's and and, and so then we're going down to the discernment. Right. Uh, when, say, the third glass of wine is celebration, yeah. or whether it's some kind of dissatisfaction with the, what's happening in the present, okay. or whether eating, you know, a little bit indiscriminately yes. is a sign of some kind of non-contentment. Yes. So that's where the, where the work is. Yes. So before. We worked on the uh, identification with security. Yes. And my security and Paula's security. Yes. That seems to have gone. That's yes. gone. Yes. Very good. So what's what's left is um, just day-to-day discernment. Yes. On uh, day-to-day actions. Yeah. Is this indicating a lack of contentment with Very what good. is? Very good. Yeah. Or is it a sign of something else? Yes. And, yes. Uh, and is that work happening in consciousness, or is Patrick doing it? I think that. It's not, if it's happening in consciousness, it's not really happening so much. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. So there's a density. There's some density there. Uh, okay. But, but it's sort of shifting. Between, yes, yes. Between Patrick discerning. Yes. And consciousness discerning, or universal, or the observer. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. That's okay. So, so when, when, when it's denser, is it that the Patrick character is doing it, is discerning, or are you discerning? Yeah, when the Patrick character is doing it, is there it's, any it's time? Denser. Okay, is there any time when it feels like you're the Patrick character doing that particular work, that discernment? Uh huh. Because it is desire you're after, so I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. you're watching, you're watching for that desire to yeah, see yeah, what's its origin. It's, it's, now, it's, who's who's doing that? Is there ownership? Patrick, Patrick character, right? Will be doing that. All right. Okay. Is there any ownership there? Is there any investment there, or is it just the Patrick character? Uh, 
that's 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 the razor's edge. That's the razor's edge now. Yeah. Not the Patrick character. What is it? Mm-hmm. Because it's still, I think there were flashes of it going on without the Patrick character. Okay. So what's that? What's mm-hmm. going on there? Yeah, what's going on there? Asleep. They're following. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Uh huh. What is it? Uh huh. Uh, what is it? Mm. Full stop. consciousness and so playing with the sense and it's kind of difficult to observe but to see what it looks like as I lose consciousness and it 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 seems that it's deeper but it thins out you know but I haven't I mean I don't know I haven't played with it enough and, and 
and the, I mean, there's just mine, but I don't want to impugn anybody else's mind, but my mind is a sleazeball. It will, it will think anything. <laughs> Yeah. And is sneaky and yeah. So, so <laughs> you're not alone. I don't. I don't trust. I. I don't like. I, I like peace because there's not as much judgment and it's joy and bliss and, and that stuff because I don't trust my mind in that regard. Yes. But um. Okay. So when you meditate, Fred, it something thins out and and every everything disappears. Consciousness disappears. Gone. Yes. Okay, so what do you play with, or do, are you playing with it afterwards, or where do, where? No, go, while I, while, slipping I'm into it. Slipping into it. Oh, okay. I mean, I was just trying, I'm saying, hey, wait a minute, how do, how do I, Nisha mm -hmm. said, stay in the consciousness, and stay, or stay present, and um, view the consciousness as temporary, as, yes. as coaching, yes. but that's a mind exercise, yes. and, and right now, I'm at, you know, coming down here thinking about it, I'm absolutely stuck in in the mind trying to get the self. Yes. You know? So it's just, yes. it's, it's, but that'll pass. Okay. See, I, I like to I like to sleep on it too. Sometimes sleeping on it is thirty minutes. It's usually overnight because that's the practice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, but at, I just get all kinds of value out of that. You know, I mean, I have, okay. this, I have a company, and I just I just say to myself, well, I'm gonna sleep on it. And okay. I t I'll ask myself in the morning, and eighty percent of the time we'll get a clear good, answer. A good clear. There's something I'm happy with, and if I don't, yeah. I'll, it'll sleep on it another night. Yeah. And and then I'll get eighty percent. It'll yeah. happen the next night. Yeah. 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 And my experience is the worst thing is to not make a decision. If you make a decision and it's 180 degrees out, you go that way. You find out quick. You would. You not, not. I mean, it could be a. Could be the circumstances change. You didn't have enough information. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it works out all right too, because there's a learning yeah. from it or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. I lo I loved your approach. Just, just make a decision. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So we've got this Fred character who meditates, and then there's no consciousness. All right. And so it's like the this the center of symmetry or our, our reference point is the Fred character, who's who who can easily, you know, adjust mind to, like, stopping where there's no consciousness, okay? It's great. I mean, a lot of people just, like, have a sense of what you're talking about, have a sense that, that consciousness can disappear. But you can do it, huh? You can actually just sit there and... Well, that, that, that I, I, can, I can generate a no-thought state immediately. Well... Losing consciousness... Uh, that's more. That, that 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 I can't. I can't do that on Perfect. on the fly. Perfect. Perfect. That's it, great. It, it happens a lot. Yeah. Sure. I think it does. But I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't generate. Yeah. You maybe, can't generate. Maybe, yeah. That's all right. That's all right. And here's the why, is because Fred is the reference point, who's right. who's having this meditation experience and and a lot of the time losing consciousness. Okay. Right. Losing consciousness. That's the reference point. That's who you are. Yeah, right. And the Fred guy gets turned on. Say that again. Yeah, Tur like switched on, like like. Sorry. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't tried that. To, I haven't tried that to get turned on. Maybe I'll try. Give me, give me some homework. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, I know well, it's we're, hard if to do, we're, but, uh, if it were that, if it were that easy. 
<laughs> All right. So like, there's, there's, it's like, I'm, 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 I'm suggesting let's reposition who, who you think you are, okay. right? Because okay. we've got Fred. Who but Fred, Fred, yeah. uh, Fred disappears early in the consciousness game. Right. And he's really gone when I lose consciousness. Absolutely. When, when, when this mind body loses consciousness. Of course, because yeah, yeah, without without that, there is no Fred. Right. Okay. Do you think there really is no Fred, and Fred just gets, you know, someone turns a dial and consciousness appears, and no, Fred there's arises? Really, there's, there's, there, I mean, when I, even in consciousness, there is, when I start meditating, there's no Fred. Okay. Fred just disappears. Okay. There's just, there's just, and, and there's just, a, I would say it's a profound, deep peace. Okay. Felt by? And with no thoughts occur. Felt by? Second. Felt by? No Fred? No Fred. But experienced by? This mind body. Okay. Okay. All right. So don't give me an intellectual answer. Which one feels more authentic? Which one is real? Or is it known, like really known, which one is real? The no consciousness? Or the, well, I'm, I'm gone. The in, I'm, I'm gone in no consciousness. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not aware. I'm not aware of that. Okay. And I'm trying to. And I. When when I lose consciousness, it's for me. It's like a light sleep. I I'm not. I'm not as out as I am when I'm asleep. Yeah. And it just when I wake when I get consciousness back. It's a different feeling. It's, yes. It's it's a different. Yes. A di and and I don't dream during that. Yes. And and I it's just different. But it it. But I'm I'm not aware. I'm not conscious. Okay. And and I haven't played with it long enough in this transition to, to be very. Uh, when you said, or Patrick said, thinned out that that. Oh yeah, that's what, that was that one was one of the things that was going on. Okay. Things were thinning out. Okay. So if there's something that can get switched off, consciousness gets switched off and there's no Fred and there's no nothing. Right. All right? And as the dial is turning down, there's the thinning out and all the rest right. of that. Okay? Right. So, right, switched off, gone. Can that which, which can get switched off and get switched back on again, yeah. can that be real? The, the universe is within, and, it's, and you're conscious, and there's an aware. But is it is it real? If it's just turning it on and off, it's like... There's not a whole lot solid in that, is there? Because when it gets turned off, it is gone, huh? It's like nowhere. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and if there's something that can be nowhere... Well, how real is its existence in the first place? If it can just not be, totally right. not be. Right. Being itself, gone. Existence itself, gone. Consciousness, gone. Nada, nada, nada. Nothing. That's why I was playing with the absolute. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So how real is this then? If 
can get switched off and switched on. Realer than the alternative. Which is? <laughs> Physical existence. I mean, I'm, I am clear I am not that. That you're not afraid. That I'm not afraid. Yeah. But you've got to find out if this physical world is real. Or if it appears as real. If it's something that's... Well, there's... The, it, it, I'm clear that I exist. Or that there is an existence. I'm clear about that. But, it, it, but when it gets turned off... When it gets turned off... Where is it? It's gone. Well, how can something that exists not exist? Just by the turn of a dial? Right. Good question. <laughs> I exist some of the time then I stop existing and then I exist again that's what you're telling me right that's my awareness sure so what's the secret <laughs> you gotta figure it out don't you that's the fun yeah I have actually a very quick clarification question. Earlier you said that there is a deep feeling for knowing that there is beyond. And, but it's not phenomenal. Yes. So how do we know that it's not a concept? When does it change from concept to real? Yeah. My thinking was that unless one has a glimpse of some sort, that it remains a concept. Can you help me? Okay. Because we can talk about it, we've turned it into a concept. Okay. All right? Mm -hmm. But and mind will do that. <coughs> That's just the mechanism of mind. That's its job. It's right. turned it into a concept. So we use that concept of there is beyond to point, mm -hmm. because then we have to say, well, beyond isn't phenomenal, and, and there is, and there isn't, and blah, blah, blah. All the language is too dualistic. Right. So it's just a, a signpost. Now, what was your question again? How do we know <laughs> that it's not a concept? Yeah. When you say it's not yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. So unless there is a glimpse of some sort, okay. it remains, to me at least, it yes. remains a concept. Yes. Because once there is a glimpse, then I can, you know, uh, yes. say that it's not concept anymore, it's beyond. Yes. But that's... Yes. You see, 
you see, for, for some, there's, there, there are glimpses, all right, and what Fred was talking about, for sure, is a glimpse. I mean, everything gets turned off. No, we can call this a glimpse. But, but a glimpse at what? I mean, there was nothing there. It's just a gap. <laughs> and, and so, so mind, mind can grab that and make it a concept and make it proof to something. But if that happens, mind will set up a story around it. Mind will set up something to be attained. Mind will say, I know what I recognize it because I've experienced it. It's like, well, if you've experienced it, it actually didn't happen. So this is where, where, where mind it kind of needs to be pacified, but at the same time it's going to do what it has to do, which is make a concept out of it. So it really wants a glimpse. All right. The only way it's going to know it's had a glimpse is if it makes a concept out of it. And then it's a concept. Okay. You see? Mm -hmm. So, so this, is a, this is a bit of a bind. If, if you get a glimpse, then it's a concept. And, and you can say, well, I know it's not a concept, and it's like, really? Really? I mean, if it's something experienced, then for sure, mind has made it a concept. How would there be a knowing that it's not a concept? Except it must be a concept. You that's, see? That's my dilemma, because last night we were talking about it in the context of the matrix, yeah. and everything is within the matrix. So how do we know there is something beyond the matrix? And that's when we had a little bit of a discussion about the innate knowing, yes. that there is something beyond the matrix. Yes. And I talked some more, and then I said, well, Okay, conceptually I can say that it's there is a deep knowing. Yes. How do I know that it's not a concept? And then that's what I thought of the glimpse connection. Yes. But I'm still <laughs> it's lying yes. in that sense that you're saying that the mind can turn a glimpse notion yes. of a glimpse into a concept. Yes. It'll turn a notion of a glimpse into a concept. It's almost like the more we put mind into it to try and understand it, mm -hmm. the more it's going to create a spaghetti ball for itself. Okay. Because that's all it can do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because then it's signed like concept, not concept. Give me a glimpse and I'll make a concept out of it. And then it's a conceptual knowing. And now how do I know it's not a conceptual knowing? Okay. And we're like, whoa, there we go. There we go. Off we go. Uh -huh. because, because mind can't go there. Uh -huh. so, okay. that, so it has to be a dog catching its own tail at this point. It has to. All right? Now, this is where... In religious terms, faith comes in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In spiritual terms, trust, surrender, courage. Okay. This is where these things come in. Okay. I know in the, the Jack journey, it was like, all I can say is that I believe so-and-so, whether it was Muhammad Maharshi or the first teacher I went with or whatever, it's like, that. all I can say is that I know that he knows something I don't. Yeah. I just know that, mm -hmm. and I don't know what he knows, and my, I kind of told my mind to be happy with that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to have to trust that he is not yeah. bullshitting me. Mm -hmm. just going to have to trust yeah. that what he's saying is some way coming from some, the thing that I don't know. Mm. Okay. That's faith. So in other words, not dwelling on it, just yeah. accepting it. Yeah. Value. Because you, you see what happens yeah. when you dwell on it. Do you see the right. loop? Right. The loop. Bingo, bingo, off we go. Right. This is and, and this is because mind can't go there. So that's what it does. Yeah. So it's a great thing actually that you mm -hmm. fell on. Mm -hmm. You know, is that like yeah, that's that, that you know, it's in a bind now. Yeah. And it's looking for proof now. It's looking for evidence now. And it's yeah. like oh, okay. I wanna fall off the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's mine, that's that's its limit there. That's that's it's running around in circles. So it's good to recognise, yeah, yeah, that's just a piece of evidence that it can't go there. 
a piece of evidence that it can't. But, but the, the spiritual values come in here. Ah, okay. So there is, like, there is deep knowing that there is something beyond. There are other things that can also be then accepted on the faith or the trust. Yes. As, okay. Yes, that's the surrender. It's like, yeah. I don't know, but I'm jumping. I'm jumping off this cliff, and I hope to heck that Ramana, you knew what you were talking about, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't have any choice. I already jumped in that's a long it. time ago. That's it, you know? That's it. And it's like, there, there's just nothing at all. Every tool that you have it spins out. It can't go there. So, well, what now? Mm-hmm. And it's like, again, yeah. again. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. This helps, thank you. Yeah, sure. I hope so. Good. Thank you. Do you need a three minute stretch? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's something about the observer that wants to be investigated. Okay. It seems like there's observing happening yeah and there can be downs and ups yeah it's being observed not involved in a story however i know that the observer is just another part of the ego yes maybe standing back a little bit and uh so it's got dandelion roots (laughs) um and it's got an aspect to it that Maybe another part of the mind is observing to be problematic. This is like observing, observe, uh, the observer observing the observer. Yes. It's got like a subtle sense of spiritual superiority. Aha, yes. <laughs> having gone yes. through the 30-year spiritual uh-huh. journey, having had experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a time, one time that I beat myself up over it. So the only way I can handle it is just to observe it. But there's got to be something more that maybe could be talked about it to uncover it. I don't know, it's really subtle. To, to, to the, the spiritual ego aspect of it. So talk to me about that. What does it, like, let's, let's, let's just hear from the spiritual ego. Just if that was talking into the mic right now. Spiritual ego, unedited, naked and raw and stupid or whatever as it might sound. Just let it talk. Okay, some thoughts that we're going through just, you know, in this environment. Um, Observing your compassion in meeting everybody's perception as it arose and guiding people to go beyond and at the same time, my dialogue was, I can't believe that person is saying that. You know, very judgmental. Yes. Very um, closed, yes. narrow. Mm-hmm. And even though a part is seeing that that dialogue is going on, it's still going on. Yes. You know, the part that's observing finds it objectionable that it's going on. It's kind of like a little bit of a schizophrenic back and forth. So, um, it's judgmental. Okay. Running comments on other people's spiritual development. Mm -hmm. That's its biggest one? Is that its biggest? 
Yes, story. it seems to be. And it gets some sort of a subtle sense of superiority and thinking that it maybe understands something. Yes. Huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so what if, um, what if we tell the spiritual ego um, your 30 years of hard work actually was really, a, you know, a kind of a waste of time because it's going to lead you nowhere. <laughs> yes, I've told you. 30 years of university, like. It, real, it was realized maybe about a month ago that, oh my God, all of that has been truly a waste. Yeah. It wasn't greeted with any kind of grief. It was just a fact. Okay. But it didn't get rid of the, the spiritual ego. Ah, <laughs> Okay. Okay, so what's the, what are the brownie points for being more spiritually evolved then? It's a self-image. Uh-huh. Uh, some sort of identity that's, that's still um, invested in. Um, okay. That could be a defense against not being that. Sure. It's not that, and what is it? Okay, is there a desire to be a guru or...? Oh, well, this brings me to another piece, and I don't know if it's connected, but it seems to be somehow. In the, in the journey of this life, even early on, there came, it just happened, this thing about wanting to help people. Okay. Very early on, even as a child, somebody got sick, this one would be the one running and, you know, nurturing and taking care of. Um, there was this longing to be a benefit to the world, like... I was a biology major finding a cure for cancer, and then it got turned into, I became a nurse, and, um, and once I had a really strong glimpse, early 20s, where for quite a long time, there was a space of just being in oneness, where this love of, of I saw everyone as myself, myself as everyone, and there was just this spontaneous wish for no, there was no intent behind it, but just this spontaneous bubbling up of sharing that, but then it left, and then the spiritual journey was um, trying to recapture it, and I think a real strong sense of uh, wanting to help people was reflected in some of the paths that I got involved with. Yes. Especially like the Buddhist path, the Bodhisattva ideal. Like yes. Working for the benefit of beings. My first teacher said um, basically that was his message. You, have, you, you develop yourself to be a benefit to others. Okay. So I guess in answer to your question, it's probably very deep in there wanting to be someone who helps others. Yes. Not necessarily wanting to be a guru. Okay. But some sort of a deep longing to be a benefit. Okay. And I don't think that comes from ego. That was my question to you. Is this just another trip that needs to be let go of, or is it something that's... It seems to be useful in that when my triggers, you know, I can work, I, I work full time. Um, I have asked to have my buttons pushed, so they get pushed. And I, I use this, um, I use it as a tool to, okay, this energy is coming at me and it's very uncomfortable, but if I really sit there and really want to benefit others deep down inside and be genuine, then it's, 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 it's okay. And this is happening and then it passes, no big deal. So um, the question has arisen, um, is this uh, another ego trip, or is it something that's useful for now? I know it's just a tool. 
But anyways, I think these two things are sort of intertwined. I think so too. I'm not sure how. Yeah. Um, the, that, that, it has the feeling of a desire. If there is a movement to helping others, it'll happen and it won't, but really you don't care. It's like, well, if that's what you're going to have me do, fine. If you don't want to have me do that, then show me what else I'm supposed to do. Now, to, if you were that indifferent about it, but you're not, there's a charge to it. It's definitely a charge to it. Yeah. And I think it's like a brainwashed charge because of sure. some of the past that I've been on. So now it's, it, it, to me it feels like a desire. It's like I, I, I want to or I need to or there's something here that is supposed to be of benefit to others or to help others in some way. So if there's a charge behind something, well, of course, this is, this is dynamite for the ego. No, it's dynamite. So in it goes into the pot. And well, then if I'm to help others, therefore I'm going to be the solid one while they crumble. So therefore, well, if I'm spiritually advanced, I, you know, that'll give me something. Mine can work like this, you know, and it will use anything to be superior. If the motivation to help others comes from the ego, then the only way the ego can understand it is, well, my position will have to be superior if I'm to help somebody who needs help. If I'm to be a saviour, well, you know, I have to know something more than they will. How do I unmask and what do I do? Decide that you're, you, you don't have to help anybody and that actually it would be a waste of time and that the universe doesn't need <laughs> you to do it. <laughs> got a little complicated in that... Um, um, my son died 10 years ago, so oh, this little yeah. crutch was very useful in that, well, you know, he's not here, and I'm the mother, and yeah. uh, it was such a drastic that I can benefit him somewhere, somehow, with my intent. So that that's also wrapped up in this. Yeah. And I, I think I see the writing on the wall, that all of that has to be yeah. dropped. Yeah, all of that has to be dropped. Yeah. Yeah. All would it, would it solve um, the spiritual superiority well thing. it's like all of these things you know you take away the layers that you know are are fueling it and you might find more and you might not and yet <laughs> three years go by and it's sorted and oh my god here it comes again and there's another issue related to it you never know when something is done but if you think no that that's sorted now you can be sure it's not <laughs> you can be sure of it yeah you know arrogance will disguise yeah always so it's like you know what maybe it'll never be done you know, yeah, I've come to that conclusion. Yeah. It's okay. And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's just like you can only pull back, peel back, you can only yank back the 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 fueling stories that are on top of this one. Yeah. I'm okay with there no, being no end to the journey because I know there isn't. Yeah. Even if you're awake, there is. Absolutely isn't. no. It's still, yeah. if evolution continues. Yeah. It does. It always continues. Okay. okay. Ah, that's really yeah. Okay. So, so, so the needing to take care, wanting to find another role, and in some way keeping your son's energy with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very attached. Of course. Good God, it's there's something. I don't care if it's natural or unnatural, but feck it, it's unnatural to bury your child. It's unnatural. It's, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Oh my God! It's like it seems to be completely against some something human. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just. I don't know. It just doesn't seem logical. You know, so anyway, um, so yeah, it's huge. It's like it's turning you upside down and 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 now shaking you. You know, and uh, everything, everything about it has to go. You know. Well, it's really mind-boggling for a while, and I think I got really cracked open because yeah. for a while I was not solid. Yeah. And a part of me thought, well, maybe the ego is gone, but surely 
for sure, after a couple of years, things just yeah. recrystallized. Yes. And um, if anything, that was a bit disappointing. <laughs> sure. But um, I, I accept whatever happens, I do. I have come to the point of total acceptance. Yes. I am not special. And whatever happens is okay. Yes. I just have to keep on being curious and naive and yes. open and refresh and try to peel back yes. the layers that are keeping that. Yes. Keep peel back every layer that you know that's that's tied into it. All this service helping your son, all of these stories go through everyone in detail. And let's see if judgment continues. Let's see. Okay. Also, in that regard, um, I use life as a way of seeing where my buttons are and being. Yeah. Uh, you know, the witness. Yeah. But what has been coming up lately, and some of the spiritual traditions um, encourage it, is to go into a situation where you have to watch your mind, like a retreat situation. Is that something that's useful, or is it better to face the challenges in a real world environment? Like, here I am working in the world, you know, dealing with people, things come up, I deal with them. Yes. Versus sitting in meditation for eight hours a day in a quiet yes. retreat situation yes. and seeing what comes up. There's a time for both of them. Um, sometimes mind is outward focused, and try as you might, a meditation retreat would be torture. And when mind is outward focused, it's, it's, I don't know if it's got to do with the moon, Women's hormones, like, no, no, but there's a time of, and, and sometimes there's phases where there's like, a, in an astrology chart, they'll say, you know, there's a seven-year cycle of going, of being out in the world, and another seven-year cycle, or, for example, or a three-year cycle of going in, in, in. So there are different things that deserve, this, that uh, influence this sense of, like, the outside world is actually my teacher, or inner, and watching it. The thing is, trust the pull. Trust the pull. If there's, like... Oh, too much. I need to just. I need to just be quiet and stay inside. Okay, off you go to a retreat. Yeah, pull back. Happening. Yeah, pull back. Just, just trust that pull. Do you know? Because they both have their space, and both try as you might, you can meditate when, when, when you're wired to use the outside world to show you where the blind spots are. Blind spots. That's a good one. Is that another word for resistance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, it that's is. Another, I think we kind of touched on it with the spiritual. That's that's really kind of a resistance. Yes. Of a sort. Yes, it is because that's that's what the ego is fundamentally, isn't it? It's just resistance. You know, it's just it just stagnates the natural flow of its own breakdown. You know, it's moving towards its breakdown. That's what it's doing at Satsang. It's it's volunteering for a meltdown, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like ah, I want it, but I don't. You know, there's this yeah, this know. thing that goes on. You want it and you don't. You know, one foot on the gas, one on the brake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This 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 is the play. You see, it's the play. So, do you think like therapy? I've never had therapy. I've always sort of been my own therapist. Is that yeah. helpful in any to an extent to uncover deep resistance? Um, I know I had to do it because my childhood was so bad that I couldn't do it alone. And my siblings, the ones who are, who are doing a bit of work, 
are now, now actually, this year, saying the same thing. You know, we all thought you got away scot-free, you were the youngest, but actually you just did a load of work and went into therapy when you were 19, and it's like, yes, yes, constantly, constantly. Money would go to a therapist before I would buy shoes, food, anything, pay a bill. It was like, no, no, I need help, I need help, I, need, I can't do this. I can't manage in the life without somebody showing me, showing me, come on, work with me, what's going on here? If your rearing was really tough, it's too thick. It'll be too thick. But if you were solid enough, you know, when you came out of the first 20 years, if you were solid enough, you know? How can you tell? Because I don't really... Do you love yourself? No. Oh. No. Okay. I'm trying to love others without loving myself. Ah. There have been glimpses of loving myself. Okay, but there's your homework. Is, what is love? Well, I don't know, but you think you can do it to others, huh? <laughs> I thought I loved my son. And there's been moments of you know, really revering and loving others. And maybe I do love myself, but not consciously. It, you, that's got to be conscious. If you can love yourself, then there's no need for therapy. That's really the clincher for therapy. But okay. if, yeah. So it's kind of like a circle, because I thought that spirituality would help me to get there, but um, it doesn't seem to have penetrated to that point permanently. Yes, yes. Off and on. Yes. But it's all right, because the sequence is a bit different for everybody, do you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that, that's the thing. I, you know, I was definitely drawn to like, I, I actually have to love myself because I, I, I'm killing myself, I'm torturing myself. At 19 it was like, I don't see the world like other people do. I, I just, there's something wrong with the way I see the world. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't see it like they do. And it was like, I, I'm hurting myself. I'm hurting myself by, by what's going on in my head. And that's what I brought to the first therapist, you know? So, so the ego is not going to die if there's lack of self-love. It, it's not. Some some people like like that's one of one of Muji's magic things, you know, is is that there's just so much love there that it actually sorts out a lot of the self love for people, you know. I know I've spoken to a good few people, like half a dozen, maybe eight or nine or something, certainly half a dozen, who followed Muji for a while and said, "Well, he taught me how to love myself." Wow. And then and then it was like. Oh, that's what that was about, <laughs> you know. You know, I'm sure he's other things for other people, but but for a lot of them, he just taught me how to love. I, I was letting myself be loved, and then it was like I have to do this for myself instead of going there for my fix of feeling love. You see, so at some point along the line, loving yourself is pretty critical because the ego will keep trying to fulfil itself unless there's self-love. If there's self-love, there's acceptance of the ego. Acceptance of the ego. Yeah, there's acceptance of it. And if there's acceptance of it, we've got resistance dying, dying, dying. Lack of self-love will keep resistance alive. Whereas if there's like, yeah, the, that's just the Patrick character, or that's the Fred character, so that's not me. You wouldn't be able to say that if you didn't love him, if, if the Fred character didn't love himself, or the Patrick character didn't love itself. You, you wouldn't. He, he wouldn't be all right. He would, he would be commanding more attention. Because lack of love commands attention. Yeah, that's been a thing for sure. You see? Less and less. Sure, sure. You've been at it everywhere. We're just yeah, like, let's go yeah, to the core yeah. now. Let's go into the core here. You see? 
self-love is, is be the fastest route for you to, to shake off why, why the ego needs to keep watching itself because that's the way it's giving itself attention now yeah, that's really shining a light on it, for sure. Okay, I think I asked the right question. Great. Yeah, thank you. Sure, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. in my early 20s I had a near-death experience and ever since then I felt like I've lived in two worlds because um, I know that there's a clear distinction between reality and the faults I guess that's the best way I can describe it. But there's also a place of feeling like I have to withdraw and a lot of that has to do, I have a lot of physical things that happen in the body. Um, so being in an environment like this is so, I feel just so grateful because it's so real and I have a really hard time in the world when authenticity isn't there. Yes. And there's such yes. a vulnerability that um, there's, there's like the really good part of that and then there's the challenge of that. And so I just wanted to get up here and just be with you and be with everyone and, and, and just share that. Yes. So. Yes. Okay, can, can you bring in um, an allowance for a lack of authenticity? Yes, I can. Let there be space for lack yes. of integrity, lack of authenticity. Yes, the, yes. The, you know. Yes, I, I yeah. can. It, I notice that it's just much more challenging for this mind-body, yeah. but it's not... It doesn't feel like there's a judgment there, like I'm not going in and judging yeah. or feeling like that's the wrong way to be. Yeah. I just notice that I feel more like the heart gets broken open again and again and again, Yeah. I guess is the best way to describe it. Yeah. So sometimes the, the withdrawing is necessary. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's just... Something is taking care of the form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, follow that. That exactly. feels very clean. Yeah. Feels very clean. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's known from that near death, death experience that this isn't real? Um, or what is it, it? Is it a, a memory? It's, it's a memory, but it, it began the, it began the, um, the search in the way. I mean, it wasn't the end of anything, but it was the beginning of, of 
what what's really happening here? Yes. Okay. You know, what is this really about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so that become you know, like I started with all the reading and all the looking and going to seminars and workshops and going into therapy and lots yeah. and lots of things like that. Because yeah. there there was just this place of knowing that this wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the beauty in that experience was that it gave me the platform mm -hmm. to move into yes. questioning. Yes. Yes. Yeah. First big crack. Yeah. 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 So. Ah, they couldn't yeah. put Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty together after that, could they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just appreciate you and being here. Sure, it's just yourself. Reminding you of yourself. Thank you. That's all it is. Thank it's you. all it is. You Thank know? you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Do you know what makes you think this is real? Do you know? Do you know when? When this appears real? There, what triggers? I, I. It. The sense here is that it. It's more like an energy. Okay. More like a resonating energy is okay. the only. I mean, like when I say when I speak to you right now, the words don't seem to fit. Yes. You know, I can't yes. get to the right words because yes. they don't sort of yes. gel. Yes. But yes. but there's a a place of energetic buzzing energy. Yeah. 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 I guess that's the best way I can say it. Okay. Okay. So the. Okay, so so it's so it sounds like ener energy is really what talks to you. Yes. Yeah, that's your world. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. When you were speaking of intuitive, uh, like how some people can get to the intuition quicker, that's yeah. me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I don't know if it'll help or not, but just to kind of throw it out. You know the way we were talking about perception, like I think, I think just when we started off, something about like the, the, the body, the, the robot, the human yes. form, yes. you know, is like a, a, a perceiving machine, you know, that it, it's registering information as though it's perceiving that. So the, it's like your, the, the perceiving machine runs an energetic reading. Yes. As opposed yes. to an emotional reading, as opposed to a color reading, as opposed to a, another yes. sense. Yes. You know? Yes. Okay? But it's still a machine. It's still a machine. That's, it's a bundle of energy that's reading another bundle of energy in terms of how one contrasts against the other. Got it. All right? Yeah, that's it. all that's happening. Yeah. It's two balls of energy. And, and there is an awareness in there, a perception, registering the impact of one on another. Got it. As the world comes to you. Yes. All right? It's not you. Yeah, it's not it. you. Yeah. It's just the perception that's registering it. Okay. So the feeling of that energy, the vibration, the resonance, the pulsation of that, don't let it be you. It's not you. Right. It's the registering of perception. That's it. That's all. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. 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 Got it. Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It's just turned five, and we've had a volunteer for a song, just a... <sighs> <Nice. laughs>
great. All right, so enjoy, folks. Oh, <laughs> 